2022 has been a rough year for the Canadian economy and for many people out there, many of you listening. Today, we're going to be talking about what the experts are saying will happen or could happen in 2023. The interest rates have been going up and up and up. What's going to happen in 2023? Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to do so by being an agent of transformation for His kingdom's purposes in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bold Kerry, your host for this show, and you can catch up on previous episodes by going on the chri.ca website. You can also find it on the thrive1110.ca website. That's thrive1110.ca. As well as um, um, catching up uh, with these episodes on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, etc., uh, your favorite podcast outlet. So this show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial. And Bold Care Financial helps Christian professionals and entrepreneurs do discern and take their next right step in their finances and their businesses so that they can avoid costly mistakes and be prepared for their approaching life transitions. So as I was saying in intro, um, 2022 has been um, quite a tough year for the Canadian economy, for for actually the global economy in general. And we've seen um, interest rates uh, going up and up to try to counter um, inflation who has been going up. And um, today we're going to cover the topic of what are the experts saying could happen this year in 2023. And um, there are many things impacting um, the economy, many things impacting inflation, many things impacting, therefore, um, the fact um, that the interest rates would continue rising or stabilizing or going down. And I want to kind of touch base on these things without giving you solutions. I want to touch base on this and give you an outlook from various perspectives and also maybe give you some quick tips that you could applying to your personal finances in this year, 2023, if you haven't been um, implementing those tips already. So recently, very recently, uh, actually, the Bank of Canada just increased their interest rate to 4.5%. And um, uh, they've been increasing interest rates, as you know, since uh, March of last year, March of 2022. We are still in January 2023. So within a year, they have increased the interest rates by about 4.25% to bring it up to 4.5% right now. And we don't know yet if at their meeting that is um, coming up in March the 8th, where they'll decide uh, if the interest rates are going up or uh, staying the same or decreasing. We don't know yet what will happen. And that's what I want to touch base upon now. Um, I said the interest rate of the Bank of Canada right now stands at 4.5. But that means that the prime rate of the banks, which was at 6.45, will most likely move, maybe be higher again by a 0.25. It generally moves in correlation with what the Bank of Canada does. So when the Bank of Canada increases their rates, generally the prime rates of the banks increase 
And when they de- when the Bank of Canada decreases their rates, generally the banks decrease their prime rates. And the prime rate is important uh, for you to understand the prime rates that the banks are using because that's actually what is generally the basis for your mortgage rates, um, especially if you're using variable mortgage rates. Um, the, the, that's typically based on the prime rate. If you have loans, like lines of credits, um, the rates of those loans are generally based on the prime rate. And uh, we are well above 6%, 6.45% um, for the bank's prime rates. Now, why did the Bank of Canada increase? Uh, like you'd think, well, Bank of Canada, are you not seeing that people are already suffering, that everywhere... Uh, the price of goods have increased and uh, and people are having difficulty making ends meet. As a matter of fact, people requesting food from food banks um, has increased. I don't have the stat right in front of my eyes, but it has really significantly increased to the point where you, you even see six-figure families in food banks. And uh, people are making tough choices. I'm not um, um, telling anything new here. You've all noticed that. So why is the Bank of Canada still increasing the interest rates, especially if we've started seeing a decline in the inflation number? And let me give you an example um, of uh, what happened with the interest rates in Canada. Um, Not the interest rates, sorry, but with the inflation. We can see that um, last year, in 2022, um, we, we started seeing a, a dramatic increase in inflation. And inflation, just as a quick reminder, is the increase of um, percentage-wise of the cost of goods and services that uh, people use. So that's measured month over month or year over year. And if the inflation number increases, it simply means things are costing more. If it decreases, it means things are costing less relative to uh, the previous month or relative to the same time the previous year. And in this case, we've started seeing the inflation rates go up and up in 2022, actually started in 2021 after massive um, loads of money were used to help fight the COVID-19 uh, uh, um, consequences. So we started seeing um, the cost of goods and services increasing. And um uh, the cost of goods and services, so inflation, actually reached 8% back in June 2022. And then from June, where it seems it has peaked, it started going back down. So June, we were at 8.1. July, we were at 7.6. August, we were at 7. September, 6.9. October, 6.9. November, 6.8. I'm reading um, inflation rates here. And then December, 6.3. So we see that it has um, been going up, peaked in June. And then uh, from the peak at 8.9% in June, it is um, now at 6.3%. That's the latest number that we have for the inflation rate in December. So you would think if inflation is going down, why is Bank of Canada not decreasing their rate? Why actually are they continually increasing their rate? Because during, um, I've just went through the inflation rates from from June to December, and it has been decreasing. But during that time, the Bank of Canada actually increased a number of times their interest rates. And the Bank of Canada does that in order to decrease inflation. Because when things 
when the when it costs you more to borrow money or when it costs you more to repay your debt you have less money available to do other stuff therefore you are um, inclined to spend less and if you spend less it means um, you are demanding less products and services and if you're demanding less products and services the people who are selling those products and services are having less income and if they're having less income there is less money going around overall in the economy and the economy is slowing down and the cost of goods and services is coming down that's the rationale behind increasing the interest rates it's to make um 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 the spending slow down so that prices will come down and here you you're like okay if the prices have been coming down why are we seeing an increase in the interest rates of the bank and there is one specific area that we can look at and have a quick understanding as to why the bank of canada is still increasing and has just done so recently and it can also serve and help as a predictor of what will happen in this year 2023 and um, i was just telling you about these inflation numbers but know that there's another inflation number that is called the core inflation and that core inflation is generally not um 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 broadcasted in the news like the 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 inflation number that we're used to seeing and that core inflation actually represents the inflation number but stripped of the goods and services that have greater variability for example energy and food are two main things that the economists remove out of the equation to try and determine and have a good sense of what is really going on in the economy if indeed the demand of products and services has slowed down or if it is maintaining its pace or if it is um accelerating so economists are not only looking at those inflation numbers that you and I typically see but they're also looking at core inflation which is an other inflation number stripped of variables or, or items that have great variability like gas and food. So when you take gas and food out of the equation of calculating inflation, you can see that during that same period that I was just describing from June 2022 to December 2022 where that inflation number has been declining, the core inflation number has been stable, no real change. So let me give you side by side those numbers and sorry I don't want to bore you with numbers but it is really really eye catching in June we had inflation number peak at 8.9 but we had an inflation number stripped from energy and food at 5.3 in July the inflation number went from 8.9 sorry 8.1 to 7.6 but so it decreased but the core inflation stripped of food and energy went up from 5.3 to 5.5 then in july um the inflation number went from 7.6 to 7 and the core inflation went down from 5.5 to 5.3 but since then we've continued seeing a decline in the broad inflation number 
but a stable number around 5.4, 5.3 for the core inflation. And that simply tells you that if we factor out these items that have great variability, like gas, like energy and food, we've seen that the price of gas has decreased over time. Um, we still are seeing a stable number for core inflation, which signals to the Bank of Canada that the demand has not slowed down that much since they've started raising the interest rates back in the spring. So are we poised to see more interest rates hikes by the Bank of Canada? I would say it will depend on where the broad inflation number is. Right now, we're at 63 it also depends on where the core inflation number is. Right now, we're at 5.3, and that hasn't changed um, uh, for months. So it all depends on what will happen between now and March, what we'll be seeing in the economy. And it'll also depend on many other factors, of course. And many other factors include everything that is happening in the supply chain. I did one episode where I explained the supply chain and why we were having issues, etc. So you can go back and find that out. But it'll also depend on what happens in the supply chain. And what happens in the supply chain is also linked to what happens globally in the world. So Canada is not isolated from the world. Canada is part of this world. And there are many geopolitical things let alone health stuff, like uh, God forbid we have another pandemic, but um, I regret to say that bad things like that will happen again. But um, all of these things impact what happens globally, therefore impact what happens in Canada, beyond political stuff in Canada, beyond government decisions uh, that we can debate, debate about all day long, uh, what happens around the world impacts us. And just some highlights of what happens around the world right now. Number one, the war in Ukraine. The war in Ukraine. It is um, reaching a new level of escalation. I've heard that in the past days, the, the Ukrainian soldiers have been dying by triple digits every day. That means hundreds of Ukrainian soldiers dying every day over the last days with Russia amping up their war efforts. And it's the reason also why you see these past days talks about the US, Canada, Germany, Poland, etc., increasing their supply, significantly increasing their supply um, uh, and their aid to Ukraine in money, in material, um, in quality, so that they can face this increase in um, in um, the, Rus the Russian attack right now. Now, I'm, I'm not going into debate between, like, to say, okay, the war is good. That's not really the debate into which I'm going. I'm just saying things are not going better. And to add to that, the Russians have recently uh, sent a, a, a maritime war vessel towards the West. And that maritime war vessel, when I say towards the West, towards the Americas, um, it, it actually deviated from its original trajectory um, that was supposed to go towards South, South Africa and headed towards the West. Now, where it is right now, I don't know. But the thing is that that maritime war vessel is equipped, 
has the capability of launching very difficult to stop uh, nuclear uh, enabled cruise missiles. And um, we also see what's going on in the Middle East, where Russians are helping Syrians install uh, air defense systems in their installations to prevent Israel from attacking and destroying uh, some infrastructure or so, some weapons that are stored there, because Israel has been doing that uh, over the past month to neutralize um, arm and weapons shipments that were destined to Iran or coming from Iran going somewhere, I don't know. So there are some heavy movements going on. Recently, the U.S. and Israel have uh, made a huge demonstration of force to send a message to the Middle East and to Iran that they are there and that they will not just watch them go towards acquiring a nuclear weapon, which Iran is very close to acquiring. Days, weeks, months, we don't know, but they are very close to that point. And we know that Iran is a sworn enemy of Israel and wants the annihilation of Israel from the map, from the earth. So there are many tensions going on uh, in Europe, in Asia. You don't hear much about it these days, but the tension is still there. Uh, what is China going to do with Taiwan? So these wars and rumors of wars um, can actually, <laughs> just a, a quick thing, um, there is a, a board of scientifics uh, that, uh, of atomic scientifics that have, like, they, they have kind of a watch. And in that watch, they kind of move it uh, towards midnight to indicate if we're close or not to a nuclear catastrophe in the world. Well, recently, they have moved the watch to like 90 seconds to midnight, uh, which means, according to them, we are very, very close to a nuclear catastrophe in the world. And I, I took the time to go through all of this just to highlight the fact that there are wars and rumors of wars in the world, and increasingly, and with um, a, a, a lethal power that is higher than never before. And all of that, obviously, has an impact on the economy, on supply chain, on inflation, etc. Uh, but before we do that, let me quickly take a break and we'll be back shortly. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping you Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. What is going to happen in the economy in Canada and on a greater scale in the world in 2023? We've seen a rough year in 2022. What's going on in 2023? I explained to you why we've been seeing these uh, Bank of Canada rates increases despite the fact that the inflation, the broad inflation number has been going down. Now, let's come back and let me tell you what the Bank of Canada is saying for the upcoming month, for 2023. Now, Bank of Canada is targeting, is anticipating that this year in 2023, around mid-year, inflation will be back to around 3%. 
Now, right now, the broad inflation number, like I said, is at 6.3, and uh, the core inflation, so stripped of energy and food, is at 5.3. So they are saying that the 6.3 number will come down by June or July, somewhere like that, around 3%. And it is possible. We don't know. Uh, many things can influence that. And we haven't yet seen the impact of all the raises that they've been doing in the second part, the second half of 2022. So we will start seeing the impact of those raises in this first half of 2023. And they're anticipating that inflation will come down to 3% by mid-year and come back to the general target, what they've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, it will come back to 2% in 2024. They're anticipating it will come back to 2% 2 in 2024 and 3% by the middle of this year, 2023. Now, globally, even beyond Canada, um, it seems like the question, indeed, all things are um, still the same. It seems like the consensus is that, yes, inflation is coming down, but the big question now is up to where will it go down in the short term or maybe even in the mid medium term. In Canada, it is anticipated 3% by mid-2023 and 2% by mid-2024. All right. So that's the forecast for Canada. And we will see what the Bank of Canada will do in March as we have more numbers regarding the inflation in January um, in the coming month of February. All right. So what can you do in light of all of what I said? What can you do? Let's get practical. Bold. Let's get practical. What can you do in light of all of what I said? I know people who are paying thousands more for mortgage payments than they used to, to pay for at the beginning of 2022. That's huge increase. That's huge increase. If you're not making a great salary, that is enough to really cause significant problems in your household budget. Okay, so the good news is that the forecast is everything is going down. Will the Bank of Canada go down with their interest rates and therefore, consequently, will the different banks decrease their interest rates? We can maybe expect or, or hope that, yes, especially with the spring coming and summer coming, with uh, uh, more houses on sale, etc., we can maybe hope that the banks uh, will want to compete for the people who would be buying houses and renewing mortgages, etc., that they will maybe decrease their rates. Right now, fixed interest rates are lower than variable interest rates, which is unusual when the prime rates of the banks are low but which becomes the tendency when the prime rates of the banks are high. Why? Because banks just want to lock you in in a fixed interest rate that is high, or depending on how you view it, for the long run. They know that if they can convince you to go with an interest rate because a variable rate is higher, then they have you at that high fixed rate for some years to come. and. Um, Likelihood is, likelihood is, depending on the forecasts that we're seeing from the banks, that at least the interest rates will not continue rising. Will it decrease? 
I don't know, I can't say, but the likelihood and what the experts are saying and thinking is that at least it will stabilize and not continue rising. There are talks of recessions also. Nobody can really say what will happen. But what I can tell you is be solid in your planning. Have a solid financial plan that you can't go without it these days. If you don't have a financial plan, please, please don't minimize the importance of having a financial plan. I'm not just talking your investments. I'm talking a full-fledged financial plan that helps you be prepared regardless of what happens in the economy, that helps you stay at peace and confident regardless of what happens this year. Obviously, now is not the time to slack spiritually. Now is not the time to slack spiritually because you need to be hearing from God. You need to be taking your cues from Him. Yes, one wisdom is to use financial planning, but that doesn't replace the fact that you need to be in tune, to listen to what He would have you do. And for key decisions that you have to make, Please, please, if you think you've heard from God to go in one direction or the other, have a confirmation external to you because there's too much at stake to only rely on what you think you've heard. I'm not saying you don't hear. I'm just saying when the the stakes are high, you want to make sure that whatever you think you heard from God to do or not to do, that you have a confirmation around that from sources, people that are not you, that are external from you, and that obviously you have this this peace factor in you. Um, Investments. If I zoom in into investments, it's going to be the time to diversify. If you haven't considered private equity, private capital, um, I had a show uh, with Dale Rabi on what private capital is. That's the opportunity for you to invest outside of um, your traditional funds uh, that you get at the bank or your traditional index funds like ETFs and stuff. It is the opportunity for you to explore investments in tangible assets, tangible things that are less subject or maybe not subject directly to the ups and downs, to the moods of the financial markets. So go back and listen to the December 26th um, episode of Thrive 1110 to learn more about that. If you need help with financial planning, contact me. Go to the thrive1110.ca website, thrive1110.ca, and contact me through there or send me an email bold at thrive1110.com. You can also consult the website boldcare.ca. That's B-O-L-D-C-A-R-E.ca. B-O-L-D-C-A-R-E.ca. You can reach me through that as well if you're interested in a financial plan. You may have heard or not, but there is a community, a brand new community that gathers Christian professionals and entrepreneurs to journey together and be all of what God has been calling us to be in this season, in this time. And that community is called the Thrive 1110 community. You can learn more by going to thrive1110.com. 
thrive1110.com. It's a community where you can subscribe and become a member and benefit from everything that you'll see. If you want to learn more, go to thrive1110.com. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. All the experts also agree that this year and going forward, is going to see a drastic increase in the use of artificial intelligence. I'll be talking about that later in a later episode. And I'll be also touching base on crypto. What should you think about crypto? Should you be considering investments in crypto with all the crazy things that we've been hearing about crypto these days? I'm Bold Kerry. You've been listening to Thrive 1110. Tune in for a next episode so that together we can build this kingdom of God here on earth. Thank you. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.